6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, you've likely heard by now that uh, the Eagles are playing Rogers Place coming up. If you've looked into tickets lately, yeah, you know, they're a little pricey. Uh, for concert tickets in Edmonton, $175 to $2,200 for front row seats. A lot of those tickets on the floor running about $420. So that's going to add up if you're taking two, right? And just like a lot of other things, food, gas, utilities, you're having to dig a little deeper to see live music these days. The cost of concert tickets is up about 20% for an average concert. What's going on? Well, let's find out with Alan Cross. Of course, music writer, broadcaster, and host of the ongoing history of new music. Alan, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> here we go on ticket prices. Oh, yes. Is it just um, part of it just, hey, you know what, bands will charge what people are willing to pay? That's part of it. Uh, You are always trying to balance demand with supply. And uh, everybody is wanting to get out because they were locked inside for two years because of COVID, which includes the bands, by the way. They were unable to go out and tour, which is their major source of money, so they've got a little bit of catch-up to do. Uh, Promoters, the same kind of thing. Venues, the same. Maybe they're testing the market to see exactly how much we are Mm -hmm. actually willing to experience live music. At the same time, uh, they are experiencing the same inflationary pressures that we are. You have to put gas in the trucks. You got to pay for the roadies. You got to pay for, you know, all the supply chain issues that are causing problems these days because it seems that everybody, excuse me, is uh, out on the road right now. And everybody is demanding, you know, trucks and lights and sound equipment and everything else. So, again, supply and demand on that side of the equation is going up. And let's not forget, and this is something that we really had to deal with uh, about 25 years ago, is when the Canadian dollar was down around 63, 64 cents, we were getting killed mm-hmm. with high concert ticket prices because uh, foreign acts, when they come into the into the country, want to be paid in American dollars. So right now, what, what's the Canadian dollar? About 77 cents? Yeah, yeah. So that uh, right now, um, you know, that's a 23% premium on top of what what the bands are, are asking for. You know what, Alan, curious if you can answer this for me. Um, recently, we were at, like many others, at the Garth Brooks concert at Commonwealth, right? And my husband turned to me and said to me, he says, I wonder how much he makes on a show like this. You know, how much does it cost to put a show like this on? The truck, the fuel, the, the, uh, the employees... How does that break down? Uh, The standard sort of breakdown between artist and promoter is usually somewhere around 85% to the performer and 15% to the promoter. That could, you know, change a couple of percentage points either way, depending on who's playing. Garth Brooks probably demands also what's called a guarantee. So if he's going to play Commonwealth Stadium, he needs to make X millions Uh of dollars for that show. And then there are probably bonuses on top of that if they sell 
you know, if they sell out or maybe they get a piece of the concessions or maybe they get a piece of the parking or there's the, all this is, is negotiable. But 8515 is what really, wow. really is what we're looking at. So uh, Garth Brooks on a typical I, I would say he's probably worth four or five million U.S. Wow. To play a show. Yeah. And then out of that, though, he would have to pay his band, all of that sort of stuff. Everything. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the promoter takes care of, uh, you know, of, of setting everything up and, and works with the facility to make sure that the show happens. But with Garth, you know, he will have to sit, sit around with his, with his manager and his agents <laughs> and go, okay, here's how many shows we think we want to play because we want to make X millions of dollars on this particular tour. In order to do that, we have to play these types of venues. And in these venues, the stage has to be set up in such a way to maximize the amount of seats mm. that we can sell. There are, you know, there's a spreadsheet. It's, it's, it, there's a lot of, uh, of, of magic and voodoo and guessing and science that goes into this. <laughs> hey, what about those service charges that get tacked on to the price of the tickets, Alan? Well, that's, that's the other issue. Okay, so there is the face value of the ticket, which is set by the promoter and by the act. Again, we, they, they project how much money each wants to make for a current tour. Now, Ticketmaster, let's just say that they're not the only ticket seller, mm -hmm. but they're the biggest one in the world. Uh, Ticketmaster is the facilitator for the transfer of tickets from the promoter to the fan. And Ticketmaster is set up as to be the fall guy. They are the ones that take all the heat. <laughs> Ticketmaster does not set the prices. What they do set is a service fee. That is what they make for their uh, for their participation in, in the food chain. That's how much they make for selling tickets. Then we have venue fees, which are something that you know Commonwealth may want to charge because they've got a you know they've got their own um, costs, electricity, security, parking, you know, everything else that goes along with that. And then, of course, there's sales tax on top of that, depending on where you are. Your city or your province or whatever might have a uh, what's called an amusement tax, which mm. might be 1% or 2% on top of it. So this is, I think, what really gets people's goat. If you have a ticket and it sells for $75, by the time you add all these fees on top of it, that ticket could be 120 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. And and people are going, you know, wait a second, this isn't what I signed up for. You said tickets were seventy five dollars. The problem it's 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 something that, that uh you know, Europeans when they come over here and they go shopping and they see something on the shelf and uh, then they go to the cash register and it's like thirteen percent more or whatever the sales tax is, they go, You mean that wait a second. <laughs> it said on the shelf that this was five dollars ninety nine cents. Yes. Now you're charging me thirteen at the so it's the same kind of thing. So you get, you get it, it's almost it's, it's not a bait and switch, but it is a buyer beware situation. And one of the things that that various provinces, I know in Ontario they've they've looked at it, uh, it, it they're supposed to uh, give the all in price. Here is what this ticket is going to cost you after all the fees and service charges. And then you go to the the venue and you want a beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's 15 oh. bucks. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you, I was at I was at some 41 uh, last week at uh, the Budweiser stage in Toronto, mm. and I had uh, beef uh, beef brisket on a bun, yeah, and a bottle bottle of water, 32 dollars. Come on, come yep, on. Yep, it was. Yep, because here's the other thing too, <sighs> is that the if you are selling, uh, let's say in this particular case, there were all these food trucks that were 
selling additional concessions uh, beyond the hot dog and pizza that you could get from from Live Nation at, at their their regular venues. If for the you the, the sellers the, the operators of the food truck have to pay a percentage yeah. of what they sell to the venue. Oh boy. So, so this brisket sandwich, this yeah. brisket sandwich was nineteen dollars. <laughs> was it good, Alan? Was it good? It was. It was fine, but <laughs> I couldn't get over the nineteen dollars. I and guess Six dollars and twenty-two cents for a bottle of water. Come on, I would have choked on that all the way. Oh my goodness, Alan Cross. Always appreciate your insight and in being able to break this down for us. For us, in the end, if you want to go, it sounds like you got to pay up. You mean just suck it up right now and pay. It's, there's only so many seats for all the bums, put it that way. All right, Alan Cross joining us this afternoon. Always great to talk with you. Thanks for this. You're welcome. Yeah, you betcha. Alan Cross, of course, uh, the host of the ongoing History of New Music. You can always find his website. It's just a treasure trove of, of musical things, let's put it that way. So my question to you this afternoon was, what was the most you've ever paid to see an act? Who was it?